Times. I feel old like I'm going out of style So I turn down the music on my FM dial I beg of you to come and listen for a while And look at this wonderful world through the eyes of a child This is my What is going on, Beards and Tuck Wagoneers? You are listening to the Summit State of Mind, the Shakes and Stepbacks, and everything Houston Rockets. I am your host, your commissioner, Kenny. With me is my brother, my tag team partner, the GM, Justin you are probably wondering why I have taken out the Brody in the intro. I'm sure everyone's wondering why. Nah, you're not wondering why. Because if you're living under a rock, you are literally not seeing what's right in front of you. That What time is it? 7.22 p.m. By the time we have recorded this pod, less than an hour ago, Literally less than an hour ago, Russell Westbrook has officially requested a trade to leave the city of Houston. GM, how are you feeling right now? We're not even like, like we were going to hot stove this whole thing, but I just have to ask how you feel after this now. I, I feel like that this is like so 2020 in the sense <laughs> of just everything that's happened. Like I, like Russell Westbrook requesting a trade from Houston is about like, it's like it's like Garrett Cole leaving the Astros. It just it it seemed like it seemed very predictable in the sense of the way that the offseason was moving and now at this point especially with the noise that we had been we had we had heard after yeah. the finals. Yeah. There had already been noise, quiet noise about Russell Westbrook being traded. So the fact now that he has officially requested a trade, there is a list of four teams that he wants to go to. Mhm. Um Give it then, to us. So we got uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Lakers, uh-huh. the Clippers, yes. and, you know, I guess the Dark Horse, the Atlanta Hawks. I appreciate you giving it to us straight. No chaser. I exactly. like it. Yeah, I can't, could, couldn't, couldn't uh, hide away from that. So. <laughs> it was – so from the four teams that – yeah, he said he wanted to trade – and we're gonna we're gonna continue more on on the Russell Westbrook trade and everything. Um, so let's rewind it back from a couple couple weeks ago, where there was to be a little bit of smoke. And we've mentioned this to our friends. We've mentioned this to anyone that's talked to us. We've talked about it, and we've seen it. Reports from sources, quotations. I'm doing it with the fingers. Sources that are saying that they believe that a Russell Westbrook trade was already going to be on the horizon. GM, you, from what I recall, you did somewhat believe that a trade could happen. So I guess just with everything now, what we hear, what we're hearing now from what we heard then, I mean, you know, the saying goes where there's smoke, there's fire, right? How did you feel like a couple weeks ago when, when these reports started coming out from the sources? I felt like it wasn't, um, it's not fair to them. I feel like they deserved a little bit more time in the sense of them trying to make it work. But maybe Steven Silas hiring, um, maybe he stated that this won't work. Um, they need a bit more shooting. Obviously, this team is built around James Harden, not Russell Westbrook. The, the concession that they made was dealing Capella for Covington. Even though Covington is a perfect complement for James, it just it just seems like it's... Um, almost impossible for it to make it work. Yeah. So it seems like um, that for whatever is happening, 
obviously there is some noise. There's probably some like background works with the agents. Maury might have did a little, you know, talking to the to the what's it called to the the media. You know, there's there are a lot of different things that can possibly be going on. Even like the idea of Harden even feeling unsettled. You know, there are so many different things going on floating around. And a part of me does believe that Drill Maury is a part of that since he left. Ever since he left the organization, there have been reports upon reports upon reports. Yep. And then if you can see it, Maury is trying to play this organization to the best of him. So it's like it. once these things start to kind of flow out, offers will, f- offers will come and they'll realize that the offers will suck. And Maury probably has the best deal because obviously he wants to unloan Ben Simmons. So with Ben Simmons, this is where you can see how Maury has worked his magic. I'm not trying to say that that's for sure. That's just my opinion. That's all hearsay. Um, but in, in the sense of everything, I feel like Russell Westbrook, I would want him to personally stay. The only people I would trade for him is, you know, very certain and few players. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, are you know, favorite choking artist, small forward from the Clippers. I will not say his name because he doesn't deserve it. I will not say his name unless Ah, he becomes a Houston Rocket. Yes. So (laughs) he's just a small forward for the Clippers or a shooting guard because Kawhi Leonard is the small forward. He is their two guard. You know, Pandemic P is all he'll get from me. Okay. But he is also a perfect (laughs) compliment to James Harden. And if that were to occur, I'm all for that. Okay. If Russ were to get traded to the Knicks... You better give us at least three firsts, like you know, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty three, twenty twenty five. But if you, but also, let me cut you off right here though. If if a trade does go to the Knicks and we don't get a star in return, or, or we don't get serviceable players, yes. then you take that a step further and say, okay, well, James isn't going to waste a year here. No, he does have. So. He has. He has two years on his deal for sure. But that's what I'm a, saying. Like he's, he's probably gonna want. Option. But that's the thing. He's probably gonna want. He's probably gonna want out at that point. I don't. I don't see James Harden. Um, like, realistically speaking, I can see him requesting a deal to be made for okay. him. Yeah. I mean, but here's what you think. This is your belief, this right? Is now. My opinion. Okay. So okay. So let's let's rewind it back. Let's just rewind it back from a few hours ago when Kendrick mm-hmm. Perkins started reporting. Mm-hmm. You know, the ever reporter Kendrick Perkins, uh, NBA champion Kendrick Perkins, said that Harden hadn't been fi- picking up phone calls, which I call, which I'm going to go ahead and call BS. I don't know who's lying. It's either Perk or it's Silas, but Silas said he had FaceTime, he had talked to Harden. I don't know how deep, I don't think Kendrick is lying or trying to lie by any means. Daryl Morey. Exactly. Daryl Morey. So he says that Harden hasn't been picking up the phone. Harden mm-hmm. hasn't been picking up yeah. phone calls and management. Maybe he's not picking up Fertitta's call. My it's best possible. guess is that he's not picking up Fertitta's phone. Did he talk to Silas? Yeah, he probably talked to Silas behind closed doors. He probably didn't. Probably a one-on-one session between just him and Silas. No. Yeah. Basically, anything that is Fertitta related directly, I truly believe that Harden is starting to shut him out now. And yeah. and and I firmly believe that because Tillman's a fuckwad and I'm going to continue to say that. <laughs> so from what from when that happened at that point, did you believe Harden? Did you believe that whole thing that that everything that 
Kendrick said? Did you believe it to a degree? Did you not believe it? Like, what was your what was your mindset from a few I, hours? I feel ago? like we have no choice to believe it because there are some reports that Kendrick has posted and said and stated that have come true in the sense. So, in my eyes, I feel like there is some smoke to that fire. Whether it's fully, that one is not sure. Honestly, like we can go either way. Realistically speaking, um, I think that it's com- not completely true i do believe that harden and silas have had some sort of dialogue he's getting ready for next season he has a month left to prepare is six weeks yep so there's a lot happening and it's all happening so fast yeah so you can already tell like these woge bombs these sham bombs these are going to start dropping um Absolutely. minute by minute of course hour by hour so you know as 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 soon as these um reports keep flowing the offers will start coming through um so in the sense of the Rockets, it looks like there's a lot of turmoil. Um, that's what this, the media is trying to project. We don't know whether parts of it is true, which parts are not. But at the end of the day, that is what's happening. And so for us as fans, we can only interpret it as so at face value. We don't know what's happening behind closed doors. Yeah. So everything that's being said, we can it, – it's either going to take it with a grain of salt, especially when there's a lot of money involved. There's This is $80 million in contracts between Harden and Russell Westbrook. And that's one year. Yes. That's one so year. So yeah. it's like, what could you possibly get with these well, What two? could you possibly do? For yeah. Harden, absolutely. Like, I mean, they, like if you saw like the interested teams that were – like Harden, apparently there's a list of Hardens that he would accept. The Heat, the – obviously the yeah, Heat. Jimmy yeah, Butler. Him yeah. and Jimmy Butler. Yeah. The Warriors. Um – the Brooklyn Nets. Those are three, obviously. What are the three relations there? Yeah. The yeah. Warriors. Obviously, he would probably love to play alongside of Steph and that type of offense, right? Miami, Jimmy yeah. Jimmy Buckets. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn, yeah. KD. Yeah, yeah. Would you trade Kyrie? And Would you take Kyrie for James? I, you know what? If you talked to me a few years ago, I would have said no, like right away. Or mm-hmm. actually, no, I, hes- I would have hesitated and saying no because Kyrie was my favorite player. But I don't know where Kyrie's head's at. So I don't know what he I don't know what he's doing. Like he's the type of guy I feel like he could retire when he's like thirty one. Like that's the thing. I like, like I feel like he he's that type of player. Yes. So, yes. um, I to a degree of what you're saying, I I don't I don't firmly believe what you know, that lit. I don't know. Like his lit that personal list. Miami, yeah. Golden State, meh. I just don't see it. I don't see it happening. Just well, because I, I, I do. The only the only positive I see out of Golden State. Mm-hmm. Is Clay and the second overall pick? Yeah, I mean, and yeah, that's 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 my but only that's coming feasible off, but, deal. But that's co- but you yeah. know, let's 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 pump the brakes on a James Harden trade because James yeah. as right now James Harden's not requesting a trade. Mm-hmm. That's what we know. This is what's being this is what's being reported. We only can take everything that we see at face value. Yeah. So from what we know for sure is that Russell wants to Russell wants to be traded. He is gone. For what we know right now is that James Harden had you know told the organization that he is still committed he's locked in he's gonna play this season he wants to be he he wants to be here he wants to remain here now how much truth is that i don't know but at the end of the day i have to take it for what it is from what i can see right now harden wants to play at least this season as a rocket yeah which you know god you know king king james can have whatever he wants like james harden is is the god and if if this is true if this is true 
then give the keys to the city to James already if he doesn't already have it. Because this dude is loyalty beyond measure. Yeah, like, is, my God. This is not God. normal in today's NBA. Like, I was fully expecting, you know, when, when you know, I came back home and then you told me, like, oh, then the Russ, is, Russ wants out. First thing I thought of was, like, oh, man, we're going to see a report in 10 minutes that's going to say James wants out, too. Or James, you know, Rockets are engaged with several teams on tr- on a trade, you know, on trading away Harden and mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook. I was yeah. fully expecting that. But... When the report came out, gosh, maybe what, 15, 20 minutes after saying that Harden wanted to stay? Yeah. I think that alone showed his commitment to the organization and definitely a, you know, definitely a put, not putting a gun to the head of the organization, but kind of just saying, like, hey, man, like, I'm committed. You know, do whatever you need to do to get, to get the talent here or whatever you need to do, whatever yeah. you need to trade Russ for to get talent here. With Russ wanting to leave, though, mm-hmm. and him wanting to be gone, there are a few. There are a few stars, and you said your 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 list is small on players. My list is small too, but I think there are feasible players mm-hmm. that could be had. It will not be a. I don't think it'll be a straight one one v one deal. Definitely I don't not. won't We're be. Have to add on it will have sure. to be a three team deal. I can feasibly see a a scenario. Where love can come to Houston, and they'll and they'll facilitate. Mm-hmm. Cleveland gets more assets. Cleveland doesn't need another star because they're trying to rebuild. Yeah, they just need more assets. They need more draft. They picks. need to redirect someone that like Russ to another team. Assets moving to Cleveland, mostly, and then love to Houston. I personally, personally for me, I think before I ask you. A trade that I find realistic. I find realistic to a degree. Mm-hmm. Now, it also depends on the assets the Clippers have. Off the top of my head, I don't I don't know what assets they have. Mm-hmm. I know they traded a good amount of it away to get Paul George. Obviously, yeah. So I don't know if they have anything enticing for Cleveland. Maybe they might. Maybe they do. I would love, my dream would be for like, Russ can go to Clippers. Because honestly speaking, Russ, can, Russ gives the Clippers what they need right now. Mm-hmm. They the reason why Kawhi and Paul George failed was because neither of them are ball handlers. Yeah. And we've mentioned this before, you know, we talked about this, saying how Kawhi's won championships when he is not the main guy bringing up the ball to the court, bringing the ball to the court every possession. He's the type of player where he'll, he'll come up big in the clutch. He'll make the big plays, but he's going to be too tired if he's going to be the one, you know, creating the entire game. Yeah. Patrick Beverly is not going to create. He can't create. Paul George is not, at the end of the day, he's not a shot creator. Yeah, yeah. he can create shots here and there, but he's not something you can give the ball to for 48 minutes. Mm-hmm. Kawhi won with Tony Parker. Kawhi won with Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Vliet. Mm-hmm. There's a formula, there's a method to Kawhi's madness. Yeah. And to how he how he's a champion. So he needs ball handler. What better ball handler would be available on this market today? It's gonna be Russell Westbrook. Maybe yeah. Fred Van Vliet, but they don't have the assets. No. They don't have the they don't have the money. They can't get him straight out. Van Vliet wants his payday, so it's not gonna happen there. So I fully believe that Russell Westbrook is a suitable candidate for the Clippers. Absolutely. So my trade if I were to, you know, throw it into the ESPN trade machine, <laughs> would be, uh, and and you're gonna have to you're gonna have to listen here because some people may not agree. Russell Westbrook goes to the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Houston and the Clippers just throw assets towards Cleveland. We can give them Daniel House. We can give them, you know, I know we have a, fir- I think we have a first rounder in Patrick 20- Beverly. Definitely goes to Cleveland. Oh, I was no, my opposite. I was actually gonna, I was, I was gonna bring, it was gonna bring Bev to Houston with love. 
Wow. Yeah. Bev to Houston would love. Think, Bev think, is not going to. Yeah, because Bev's not going to play behind. Obviously. Do you think Lou Williams gets traded? I think Lou Williams would also go to Cleveland. Also, I don't mm-hmm. think Bev would go to Cleveland just because they have. Bev wants to start. I think Bev is still in a stage in his life where he still wants to start. Mm-hmm. He's not going to go. He's not going to play behind Russ. He refuses to play behind Russ. There's too much shit there. I don't think that's going to work. Yeah. Um. And this is just all scenarios. This is all hearsay. I'm just. I'm literally just spitballing here. And that w- that would bring love to Houston. Yeah. And I mean, if you can get Pat- Patrick Beverly and Kevin Love to at least start, you got something to work with. Yeah, that's 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 <laughs> something possible. Okay, I mean, give me you give me. Uh, can you think of a, a a realistic trade? I mean, at the end of the day, I despite what you may think and what everyone else mm-hmm. may think, I think a Paul. I still think a Paul George and and, and a Russell Westbrook trade personally, is fair. Personally, I just don't think Milwaukee it'll happen. Milwaukee wants a guard. Give me Chris Middleton. Easily, give me Chris Middleton. Give me Chris Middleton, a tall three, four, who can spread the floor, who can shoot the ball, mid range, three Mm -hmm. point shot, athletic, Mm -hmm. and six. Like he's he's lengthy. He's more lengthy than Rocco. Give me Rocco and Chris Middleton, threes and four. I mean, honestly, I'd hate to say it, but I love PJ Tucker. But if PJ Tucker has to go in that deal, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day. I think Chris Middleton would be a great, great player alongside James Harden. I mean, we don't know how that would work, but I'd love that um, if we were to do a Milwaukee trade. Um, but realistically speaking, who would we even get from Atlanta? Like, I don't even know. Like, from the Clippers, obviously, we all want we all want their two guard. You know, because yeah, realistically yeah. speaking, we're not going to get Kawhi. Realistically speaking. Yeah, no. Um, no. You know, like, geez. Send, send send Russ back to OKC. Give us back Chris Paul. They can keep everything. Yeah. You know, I just, think there's just so – there's so much moving parts is what hap- that's what happening behind the organiz- behind closed doors in the organization and also just like what's happening in front of us. It is so much to process yeah. of what's happening. And I can understand for all the listeners that are here, you guys probably are struggling to process everything that's been happening. Yeah. I think honestly – and I'll you know I'll always go back to that Trevor Reza trade that I, I mean Trevor Reza walking as the ultimate as the first you know it may not the be a must may not have been a huge nail in the coffin but it was a tiny nail nonetheless a nail that it went into a coffin there. it was still you may not there. have may not have closed the coffin but nonetheless it was a nail there yeah. so but I think once that Westbrook trade happened and mm-hmm. and we need to talk about this how I I don't know what's going on behind closed doors you and you and me don't know we're simply we're fans. We like we have sources to a degree. People that you know, we have sources that the average fan won't have. Mm-hmm. We know that there are certain reputable sources yeah. within different communities that we're involved in. Mm-hmm. So we're a little bit. Uh, I like to say that we're you know a little bit more evolved than the average fan. So we know more within the organization. That's why people ask us. But I I think right now though like. Westbrook doing what he's doing and not committing to the organization. I can understand his frustration, of course. Mm-hmm. I get that. Mm-hmm. Of course he's frustrated. But you were with OKC for 10 plus years and you committed to them. Mm-hmm. We committed to you. And I know and I read the report saying that he, you know, he doesn't like the culture of the city and yeah. from the team and Tillman and I really think it just drops down to Fertitta. I think if old man Les was here, I don't think anything any of this shit would yeah. happen. But I want to ask you, GM, like where do you think, like, what's your opinion on Russ now that he wants to be traded? What is your opinion now? Like, that he basically has chosen 
to jump off the ledge and uh-huh. not continue with this team after one year. Merely, it's just a request. Let's just say that right now. He does. Ha- he has no power in this. As a player, he is not the same. He's not as good. Um, and he has two plus years committed. So it's not easy. Um, realistically speaking, if I'm going to be like straightforward prediction, I don't see him being traded because I don't see offers coming. I think Raphael Stone sticks to his guns. Steven Silas um, adjusts an offense that is conducive to James and Russell succeeding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and do I see them opening night? I'm going to give it an 85% chance that they're both here opening night. Um, I just, I don't think there's enough time for anything to kind of um, transpire mm-hmm. to give the Rockets something feasible. Yeah. That'll keep James Harden happy and the fact that we're competitive and finding a, a destination for us. It's just not going to work. So. In my opinion, it just doesn't seem like it's possible. But is is there a chance? Yes, I do. But that's I'm going to give that a very low probability considering the money involved. If Russell Westbrook was paid $15 million, yes, this would be $15 million less, then yes, there's much more possibility. Yeah, yeah. It makes Tim it more flexible. Yeah. You know? But no, when he's enough to package like three players and maybe package to get him here, it's not very likely there's way too much money at stake and yeah, yeah. a lot of investment so <sighs> i don't know bitch. i understand why he'd want to go back to la though he's from la of course it's hard of course but you know it's just it i don't know like there's a lot and i mean what if harden talks him off the ledge to stay what about free agency moves? You know what I mean? Like everything changes and is dependent on what happens with them the next two weeks because in two weeks it's free agency. So it's yep. like yep. what is going to happen? Like anything can happen. And the fact that Raphael Stone was put into this position with so much uncertainty is just a terrible position to be with. I nah, blame, for a first-time GM? Yes, absolutely. I blame Tillman. Absolutely. I blame Rory. I blame everybody. Because yeah. at the, this, is their, this, this is their is not, baby. Yeah, they, this is not a way to succeed. And this is a way to put him in a pressure cooker. Like, this deal or non-deal will make his whole tenure as GM. This will be his footprint, the beginning of his legacy, if he even gets a chance to do that. So it's like, there's so much happening, and it's just not – it's so uneasy, and there's just like – you know, it, it, it feels like as a Rockets fan, we're sinking in quicksand because yeah. Harden's uh, prime is ticking away, and it's like, why are you wasting this time? It's so crazy to me to go from 2018, we were hamstring away from getting to the finals, to now, and it's just – it's upsetting. It's sad. It's a bummer. Because all of Houston sports is in a shitty place right now. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just like, it seems absolutely. like it's yeah, like yeah. one thing after the other after the other. 2020. I know, we just want to catch a break. Yes. I just want, I just, I just want to breathe. I want an off season. I just want one off season where we don't have any crazy drama. Houston but, sports, man. Yeah, Houston sports, baby. And I really, and to continue on to what you said and to piggyback on what you just said, Rafa, having Raphael Stone giving him the keys to this is like, Putting a, like, I guess the best way I would say this would be, like, 
take a high school quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Take a high school quarterback who's been playing all four years, was dominant, was probably like one of the best players, you know, d- does pretty well. He's set for college, but then you put him in the pros immediately, and it's like, okay, now you have to play. Now you have to play the Green Bay Packers. You have to play against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You're expecting this guy to succeed who's been prepped and ready. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking anything away from Raphael Stone. He, he from what I hear he's a beast. Like he's a good he's a good GM from what I hear. Like he has the perfect backing. He has the analytics. Daryl Morey was his Yoda. Like he fully was immersed in the culture of the city of Houston. It's not like this guy just got here. He's yeah. been here for forever. Mm-hmm. But you cannot like to put him in this like you said, pressure cooker, it's it's bullshit. It sucks. And I don't know what is... We're like the ba- basically like the bachelor or the bachelorette of I, the NBA. And, and no, but, this is, but that's <laughs> the thing. This is bullshit. Like, the teams that have succeeded the most have won title... That have won titles has spent the money mm-hmm. to succeed. This is where Tillman got that shit twisted. Go into the luxury tax. Go into the luxury tax. You wasted you, two you years. You can't be cheap. You wasted two yeah. years. You wasted two fucking years where you could have ran it back properly. And, you know, I'm not even going to dive into the whole Ariza debacle. But, you know, you chose to get James Ennis because he was cheaper. You chose to fucking get MCW, Michael Carter-Williams, because he was cheaper. No, no offense to those guys, but they're hogwash, you know, compared yeah. to who we could have gotten, who we could have gotten if we were... With an owner that wanted to spend. It will always go back to him. Yep. But as of right now, I just wish... I just wish Harden, Stone, Silas, and Fertitta can lock themselves in a room. Work and the shit out. Put the brain trust together. Do some kumbaya shit. Kumbaya shit. shit. You know, go to <laughs> Joshua Tree. Do whatever you need to do. I don't... You know, go on a getaway. What is it? Go on... What is it Vince McMahon said about CM Punk? Go on a sabbatical. I don't yeah, freaking care what you do. Do, do your thing. Go to Israel. Yeah. I don't... I don't really care what you do. Go to... Go to a private island. Yeah. Just take a couple of days and just figure out what the hell you... What the hell you want here. You want not just the Houston fans, but for yourselves. Like, you want... You want to breathe here. And it feels like everyone is... Like you said, you feel like... You know, Rockets fans are sinking in quicksand. Like, they can't breathe. I'm feeling like that right now. Like, I'm feeling so much uncertainty, which we shouldn't feel. For the first time, for the first time ever in the James Harden era, ever since we acquired him, mm-hmm. I am feeling so uneasy about everything. And it should not be... And it really shouldn't be that way. Yeah. But it's the it's the cards that are being dealt right now. And, and Russell Westbrook wanting out, that's just... That's just another nail in the coffin of the era of James Harden. But we need to talk about James Harden, though, and how freaking committed this guy is. Let's talk about that, GM. He's 20, it's in 2020 mm-hmm. where loyalty is dead. Yeah. Loyalty is not a thing. It got, it, I like to think that it got killed. I think the start of it got killed when the Boston Celtics came together, when Garnett ditched. Ray Allen ditched, mm-hmm. and they went, made, formed the super team, which convinced LeBron to dip and make his own super team. Yep. And then Golden State super team with Kevin Durant. So, you know, there there is there and then Kawhi who's not loyal at all. Mm-hmm. James Harden is a a different animal. Like even if there there has to be some truth to it. If it's reported there ha- by shams, there has to be some truth to it. Yeah. Maybe not 100%. But there has to be some truth to it. This dude is a freaking animal. Like I don't care what anyone says. If this remains true and he's and it he does stay locked in for the season, 
No slander. No more slander. Because what other guy would want to stick through all these all these ups and downs, jumping from different star to different star, going through all these uncertainties, continuing, continual moving pieces to continuing to want to be with this team regardless. Yeah. Like, he doesn't deserve any slander. I'm not never going to give this guy any slander. Is he going to win a title next year? Most likely not. But I, I'm not going to give him any more slander. This dude is loyalty personified. He's fucking Jeff Bagwell and Craig Biggio. He's Kobe Bryant He's Kobe Bryant to the Lakers, yep. minus the titles, obviously. But he's obviously committed to this team. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about James Harden now after that report? He's, like, it's hard because you're conflicted. Because... I want Harden to stay. I love Harden. He's my favorite player. Um, You know, he made Houston relevant again. But at the same time, I don't want him to be loyal because at the same time, I want him to win. I want him to get his ring. And do I think he's going to get his ring with us? I highly doubt it. There are possibilities elsewhere for him. Of Um, course. And honestly, that's probably the best course of action for him. But... Do I fault him for being loyal? No, because he, he sh- it's showing that, you know, we're the team that gave him his opportunity and he wants to stick it out. And that is highly respectable um, in that sense. So for, for me, it's just that, like, I really want him to stay. I yeah. want it to work. But there's a part of me also that wants him to be at his best somewhere. And if it's not here, he deserves his chance to be in the finals again. And I'll never hate him if he wants to. If he wants to be traded, he's one that if he if he if at the end of the day he doesn't come back and let's say he by the time it's December twenty second he's not on the roster. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Am I going to root for the team that he's going to be on? Absolutely, I'll, I'll root for them. I'll root for them to win a title because mm-hmm. James Harden will forever be H Town no matter mm-hmm. what. Yep. Nothing will take that away from him. He will have a statue outside. I, th- I, I firmly believe he should have a statue outside Toyota Center. His jersey number should be retired. He is one of the greatest offensive players in NBA history. Yep, he deserves it. And despite what everyone thinks, he's the one that I feel like should be. He should be. He's just, yeah. you know. <laughs> of course. He's number one. I'm going to give you something right now because Mark Berman just broke something. on. Uh, he's confirming the Russell Westbrook trade. And the source says Westbrook wants to be traded because he's not happy. Get this, get this, uh, GM. He's not happy with the Rockets' style of play on offense. On offense that was catered to him. Which is ridiculous. What the hell are you smoking, bro? Are you freaking kidding me? If that's the case, if this is real, then Russell Westbrook can you know he can go to any other team he wants because i highly doubt he'll win a title that's the thing that's yeah. just my honest opinion if he's the main ball handler he said he wants to be a facilitator he wants to go back to being a point guard I, okay he's going to be going back to being a facil- facilitator it's not going to work no. this is not this is absolutely not going to work lebron let me tell you lebron and ad works cuz ad can hit an outside shot mm-hmm. if russell westbrook could go back to like 4 years ago when he could hit a three point shot 4 or 5 years ago yeah. Then yeah. Uh, well, if we go back to being four or five years ago, if he has a three point shot, he doesn't hurt his quad. He doesn't have any issues with his legs yeah. because he he won't he won't feel the need to be inside so much. He can hit an outside jumper, and you never know. We could have given the Lakers a, r- a proper run for their money. We could have been a higher seed. You know, all these all these things like you just don't know. And you know, it, I will always say this: that the Russell Westbrook's and the Giannis Antetokounmpo's of the world. It's hard for these 
players to win titles when you don't have a jump shot and you're the best player on the team or you're the best or second best. Yeah. The reason why AD and LeBron, I'm not saying it's the main reason, but AD having an outside shot, AD, the ability to shoot the three as a second star is freaking huge. Yeah. Absolutely huge. And it's to the point now where if Russ doesn't want to be here because of that, it's like, we literally traded Capella away for you. Like, like literally traded away for him so yeah. we could run this offense. Yeah, and it's just like, it makes no sense. But I mean, like, he's unhappy with the offense in the sense of the way D'Antoni ran it or Silas's ideals. Maybe. And that's the thing. And it's very confusing and it's really conflicting. But, you know, like, Russ will do Russ. And if that's what he feels, then that's unfortunate. But maybe you're right, though. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's the point that that uh Silas had sit down conversations with a Harden with with a Russell Westbrook and maybe Westbrook just didn't buy into his his ideas maybe Possible. his his whole ideals mm-hmm. on what he thought that the offense should be ran which i probably think that that would probably be the the that's probably true so i'm at a point now with Russell Westbrook where i'm like well okay obviously you don't have a jump shot and you're now you want to leave it's like okay well good luck Good luck going to another team and trying to win a title now. Like, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, it, it's a shooter's league now. It's a shooter's league. Maybe Russell Westbrook could have succeeded in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. but this is this day and age now where I just don't see it happening. So, GM Russell, if we trade Russell Westbrook soon, mm-hmm. give me three. Give me your three players that that you believe could be attainable. Could be attainable. Like, let's take Paul George out of the equation. Give me three players that you think are attainable. Because I can give you mine, who I think are attainable. Okay. Um, one, Kevin Love. I think Kevin Love is certainly a possibility still. Yeah. In that aspect. He's in play. I think so. He's still in play because of Cleveland. Um, number two... <laughs> <laughs> is this because they're an east coast team this guy's on a big contract coming off an injury and i feel like he's another version of russ he might be a lesser ver- much lesser version less athleticism but he's someone that's similar plays similar to him uh-huh i feel like washington would probably deal us john wall oh my yeah God. and i don't i'm not a fan <laughs> of that but i feel like that is definitely something that that could possibly be in play i'm not a fan of the deal I loved John Wall before, but if they're trying to go with name recognition yeah. in that sense, then I can see Tillman Fertitta strong-arming Raphael Stone to get someone. Um, another name that has been brought up, like, I don't know about how high the possibility is, is like if he goes to the Knicks, Mitchell Robinson from the Knicks, bring him over to Houston. Yeah, you know, yeah. Someone that's athletic. Decent player, tall. yeah. You know, someone big. So you want if you want someone like that, yeah, go for it. Um, we don't know. Um, there's just so much happening right now. Um, I want young studs to play alongside James, but it just doesn't seem. It likely. just doesn't seem to be on the market or any no, any any of those not. types of players don't seem to be on the market as of right now. Russ, stay, bring a surge, Serge Ibaka, come on. Really, the best case scenario right now would be for for Harden to talk Westbrook Both off of the them. ledge. Yeah. Well, like we said, like they need a they need a kumbaya. They need a you know what is it a uh, what is it that Southwest Airlines you know the want to get away thing? Yeah, maybe they should just get away. Like do do whatever you need to do go to get to it Hawaii. done. Yeah, 
And uh, maybe, you know, maybe Surge comes, maybe another player comes, and you can become the Hawaiian Five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck it. I just think that, you know, at this, they should stick to their guns, try to get Harden and Westbrook to stay, get Ibaka back. If you do want to make a trade yeah. for a player or another player that can help you, you know, trade away Eric Gordon. <laughs> trade away uh, freaking Daniel House. Yeah. Consider trading, t- consider trading PJ Tucker. You know, like those are all should be considerations. Westbrook should not be on the market, but you know him requesting a trade. So you gave it about an eighty-five percent chance that he stays. stays. Yes, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna say fifty-fifty. Honestly, it's just the way things go nowadays. It's just shit. Just seems to be repetitive, and like it seems to always. Go and go fast. Mm-hmm. Like when Westbrook said, remember last year, Westbrook said, oh, he doesn't want to stay. So they were able to facilitate a trade to get Russ to Houston. That was, gosh, maybe just not even like, I think three or four days at most. Yeah. So, you know, I just feel like if they want to move on from that, they want to move on that. But what the thing is, we don't know the vision of this Rockets team. That's mm-hmm. the thing. We don't know what they want. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, it's just, I don't know. It. It's hard to gauge right now as yeah, a fan. It's not. It's just. It's not. We it. haven't even processed. That hasn't even been twenty four hours. That hasn't even been twelve hours. We're literally processing this less than a day. Yeah, we we didn't even. This is not a planned subject for this podcast. So, We're supposed I mean, to do a running back. This is this is, this is just this supposed to do this, a running back. This was the emergency it, pod. It just happened. Like you know, this is almost a semi bonus, but it's not a bonus. It's like you know, like it, it comes to the territory. This is. This is absolutely ridiculous. I, you know, I was looking forward to the running back. I was looking forward to early James Harden, skinny James Harden, playing alongside, you know, yeah, the second greatest Asian player in NBA history next to Joe Chi, Jeremy Lin. I would, I was looking forward to a to frat frat leader and a revenge of the, revenge of the nerd villain co-star. Yes, Chandler Parsons. I was looking forward to the cherubim, the angel, Omer Oshik, yeah, and sharpshooting Carlos, Carlos Delfino. You know, I, I was looking forward to a great game. You know, and 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 the Russell Westbrook debacle just just took it away from me once yeah. again. Russell Westbrook wins. He wins once again. I get a chance to I get a chance to watch him in a game he is going to lose and didn't let us watch him. <laughs> Instead, he requests a trade. See, that's two L's. You know, I I don't I don't know what's going to happen. I guess. The only thing I can do is reach out to you. We, me and the GM can do is reach out to Houston fans and to continue guys to not jump off the ledge until, until a trade is official for Westbrook, until Harden officially says he wants out. Do not give up on the era of this team. As long as James Harden is on this team, I guarantee, GM, I guarantee it. Harden's on this team, 50 wins. Oh, 50 easy. wins. No matter what. No matter what. Easy. No matter it what. Matter. It doesn't matter. No matter what. It doesn't matter. You are a fifth seed, sixth seed. You are making the playoffs. You you are in the dance. As long as Harden is around, anything can happen. Your window is always going to be open. Always. Always. So, my friends, my beards and tuck wagoneers. You know why I pick beards and tuck wagoneers? Because it rhymes. (laughs) Oh, it makes sense. I just want y'all... To continue to follow this team. And we needed to break the emergency glass for this pod because it was such... We, as fans, didn't feel like we could breathe. Just like y'all. I'm sure y'all feel the same way. So we needed to get this out. We need to pump this out. So, GM, 
the draft starts November 18, literally set in next next week, next week, yeah, next Wednesday, and the draft. I mean, and then free, and then the moratorium gets lifted on Friday. Yeah, is it Friday? Yeah, to the yeah Friday, I think. Yeah. So it's gonna jump quickly, man. You are uh, we're seven days away from that, and nine days away from free agency. So really, this is this is it. This. I'm going to say this right now. This is going to be the most important offseason mm-hmm. in the Harden era. Yep. Absolutely. This will make or break it. This will make or break the era here. So we'll see. But then again, I say that every year. I feel like this, 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 this is going to be. Well, this is, this is, either, <laughs> this, this can be the beginning of the end. That's the thing. And it's, a, it's, a, it's, um it's. A realistic possibility. And this is when I, this is when we switch channels and bring to you the juice box state of mind. Because we we knew this, <laughs> this we knew that this could happen at any yeah. time. So yeah, of course. The NBA is star driven, and James Harden's a top five player, and he decides his fate, and that's the thing that goes along with this. So unfortunately, if you know if Russell does get traded and he decides, you know what? Now I'm good. I'm 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 get the get I'm gonna get the getting, then. So be it, you know, bring as much um, assets you can back and make it happen. Um, but at, at this point in time, James Harden and Russell Westbrook are still currently members of the Houston Rockets. So I still want to believe that. And we'll take it day by day. Um, and hopefully on December 22nd, maybe both are still here with an acquisition by the name of Serge Ibaka as the starting center. You know, maybe yes. everything does become kumbaya. You know, maybe everything works out, and we're a top three team. Maybe we can have a maybe we can have the Hakeem Olajuwon situation. Maybe we, they just need to go on a long long haul flight, mm-hmm. and maybe you know the owner and uh, get away for Tita. No, remember when uh, they had that Hakeem Hakeem yeah, thing where Hakeem was wanted the to leave of and ninety two ninety three season. Hakeem said, you know, he was like, I just needed, you know, it was a it was a fifteen hour flight, and what are you gonna do for fifteen hours? Like, you have the owner, the whole team is there. You might as well sit down and talk and figure your shit out. Yep. So maybe they just need that. Yep. Maybe they just need that. So there is a chance that it could still work. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Russell Westbrook requesting a trade puts a damper on things and it makes it tougher. Still yeah. think it's possible. Yeah. But definitely lower chance, lower the chances of that happening now. But I still believe. I still believe, GM. Do you believe? Ish. Okay, no, that's but fine. I mean, I mean, uh, I'm a glass half. I, I like to I'm believe. A glass in, half I like guy. to believe in my boy, but who knows, man? Like, who I, knows? I, I, obviously, I'm not as invested anymore. <laughs> I'm just more so like I'm. I'm looking at it more from an objective view. That's why we need to, you know. That's why we need to do our fun, fun episode. That's why the next episode it has to be the run it back. We have to do it. We have to. If we can do anything, we can enjoy the gold. We can enjoy the good old days. Yeah, or, and we, we can do, do and we can do drafts and we can do a bunch of nonsense. Need to go stuff. back. To, yeah. Uh, what, what made it? What made it work? <laughs> All right. So, uh, thank you everyone for joining us on this uh, emergency, emergency, emergency podcast on just everything that's been happening and how wild. Gosh, the last eight, seven, eight hours have been the past day, few days, past weeks, past couple months, right after the season ended. So, definitely a lot of stuff. Jam, do you have anything else to last to say before we uh, sign out? Um, I'm gonna say um, George Springer declined his uh, qualifying offer, fully, and I am so hopeful that the man can resign. But realistically, it seems like it's possible that he is gone and we bring back Michael Brantley. So no matter what happens, Astros, your boys got you. I'm always in that juice box state of mind. 
I trust <laughs> the Astros. I trust them. And I'm going to say it right now. I'm just going to call it right here. Oh my Carlos goodness. Correa finishes top three in the ALVP race next year. Oh, bomb dropped. Oh, okay, okay. I, I had to say it. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then he gets MVP. No, and then he resigns. He gets extended. Yeah. He's, he resigns before the, spring. He resigns before spring training. You throw the bank. But before the regular season. You throw the bank at him. You know what? I, I'm just gonna say this. I'm always gonna say this. I'm a Carlos Correa believer since day one. Fuck everyone that thought he was an injured riddle person, so fuck all y'all. He's only gonna be, he's only gonna be 25 or 26, so yeah. he's still gonna he's still hitting his prime. We need to talk about so, stuff. Yeah, we need this, guys. We need to talk about stuff that makes sense. I, I just think I just think that if we're gonna go with a, a franchise that is possibly gonna win, we gotta go with it. Let's Absolutely. Go, let's go. Let's go, Strohs. Let's do it. I'm still in it. <laughs> I'm still in it. Let's go, Strohs, and and God, Rockets, please, just please make make it. Please just figure your shit out. Yeah. It's like the person doesn't know what they want to do. Please figure your shit out. Like, please. So, once again, thank you everyone for joining us. We really appreciate that. Give us a follow at some state of mind underscore pod on Instagram. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Amazon Music, anything and everything where you can get your podcasts. That is where you can listen to us. We are continuing to pump out episodes we apologize once again for not doing the run it back as we were supposed to but we had to break that emergency glass we had to get this out to y'all to get you, keep y'all updated on what's going on with your team my team the gm's team america's team we had to keep you updated and let y'all know what was going on so there will be more episodes coming out we'll probably be recording the run it back in the next few days so be on the lookout for that be on the lookout for future episodes as well we include more guests maybe we're going to bring in a guest for a draft you never know you never know what could be a one-on-one could turn into a triple threat you never know so we'll keep you guys updated remember to keep following summit state of mind we are the number one source for podcast houston rockets information we definitely like to we let we believe anyways between the two of us that we can that we break news with the best of them so be sure to follow us on instagram we definitely drop bombs and news through there so thank you everyone for listening to us and with this pandemic going on please make sure you're wearing your mask please make sure you're washing your hands uh please make sure that you are taking care of yourselves most importantly please take care of each other take care of each other most importantly because that's a big deal and go biden the summit for life